Up next on CCRI Radio is the Student Project Spotlight, stories and reporting from students in CCRI courses. You can learn more about courses in the Communication and Film Media program at ccri.edu slash com. You're listening to CCRI Radio from the Community College of Rhode Island, online at ccri.edu slash radio. Up first is an audio documentary short by Johnny Murnick, produced in CCRI's Sound Design and Production course. Welcome to Podcast with your host, Johnny. This episode is about a group of passengers aboard the hippie adventure bus called the Green Tortoise. What happens? This is just one small part of a bigger story. I talk about how I met passengers and my dad's old friend on one of the buses. I also interview my dad and he tells how he got the job driving for the bus. My father, brother, and I were on a national park trip in 2013. We were passing through Crescent Junction, Utah, on our way to Moab for the night. My dad saw the unmistakable green shell of the bus passing through the town coming our way. We were at the red light, and my dad said, Look at that! That's the bus I used to drive for. Isn't it sick? My brother and I looked at the fading white letters on the side of the bus. From what it looked like, from my point of view, it was speckled with dirt all around. Almost every inch was covered in dry mud. I said to my dad, why is it so damn dirty? He explained to us that it was an adventure bus that it takes people to national parks on cross-country trips. He said that they go out west where no typical car would go, and they take the road less traveled. I was 12 years old at the time we first encountered the bus, and I was not very interested in the history of it, but over time it has meant more and more to me. I got the chance to ask my dad some questions, and he gave us his story. I found out about the green tortoise when I was in a bike shop in Berkeley, California. I needed to get my bike to Seattle without taking it apart. I was planning a bike trip from Seattle to San Francisco. The guy said I could take it on a bus called the Green Tortoise. I go, what do you mean? What's that? He said, yeah, dude, take the tortoise. So he pointed out the phone number on a phone pole outside the shop, and I called the office. The guy behind the phone said, hey, dude. I was like, hello, I heard I can get my bike to Seattle without uh, taking it apart. And he goes, yeah, dude. But first let me ask you, do you got any money? So anyway, I took two trips, then two cross-country trips, then I loved it so much, I applied for a job through the mail. I got the job as public relations manager. It was the greatest thing ever. I lived in San Francisco in a warehouse for free. I ate out of their kitchen in the warehouse and had no bills. Then, after I trained for almost a year... I finally became a green tortoise bus driver and started driving trips up and down the West Coast. After another year of doing that, I became a cross-country driver. That was the greatest job I ever had. 
In my fourth year there, I became the caretaker of the Baja Beach property in Mexico, and then that became the best job I ever had. This job really hooked me on adventure travel. I have spent the rest of my life traveling to national parks with my children, with my family, my wife, friends. So far, we've been to 49. A little history of the tortoise is that it's commonly referred to as the hippie bus. The company is based off the Gray Rabbit, which started in 1971. Hippie bus companies started during the 70s and are well known for their counterculture vibe and casual atmosphere, and they were mostly based out of San Francisco. Gardner Kent founded Green Tortoise in 1973. The tortoise was first made to transport deadheads from show to show, but Gardner Kent quickly saw that he could make it legit as an adventure bus company. My dad has recently published a book about his adventures on the bus. You can listen to the free podcast, buy the electronic version, or get a physical copy through Amazon by searching the words, The Adventures of Johnny Love Bus. Thanks for tuning in this week to Podcast with your host, Johnny. You're listening to the Student Project Spotlight on CCRI Radio. Tune in each week for stories and reporting from students in CCRI courses. Learn more about courses in the communication and film media program at ccri.edu slash com. You're listening to CCRI Radio from Community College of Rhode Island online at ccri.edu slash radio. Our second feature today is an audio documentary short by Gabriel Lemaire, produced in CCRI's Sound Design and Production course. Hey, welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name's Chuck. I'm here with this uh, anonymous CCRI student. We got his voice pitched down low. We don't want to give away his identity or who he is. Go ahead and say hello, man. Hey, how you guys doing? All right, man. So we're gonna. He's here to talk about um his experience during this uh, semester of CCRI. Now that everything's online, things are a lot different. Uh, so go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I uh, I've been a student at CCRI for about. A year. This is my second year, so I guess almost two years. Um, and you know, I I've enjoyed my experience at CCRI. Um, I'm finishing up next semester. Congratulations on that, man. Oh, uh, thank you, thank you so much. And uh, you know, this this semester, um, uh, it wasn't bad, but there were definitely some things that I I, I feel like. Uh, could could be fixed for the next semester um you know i think communication is very very important um and i and i noticed that there was a lot of uh lack of communication sometimes between students teachers or, and and sometimes it's really not the student's fault and sometimes it may not be the teacher's fault but from a student's perspective perspective 
Um, sometimes it's a matter of fact, like, if you're taking five classes and three of them are having you communicate through different sources other than email, you got to understand that becomes very confusing for the student because then the student has to learn how to communicate through all these different websites. And sometimes you don't even know that the professor is communicating that way. And, and you're sitting there like wondering like, well, why am I getting any assignments? And then you find out, you know, a month or a week prior, like I've heard that happen to like a bunch of students, you know, um, I have, fortunately I haven't had, um, the problem of having to drop any class, any of my classes. Luckily I, I passed them all this semester. Um, but it, it happens. And then I really think that, um, you know, directing a student online is, is just very, very important. Like they have to realize that this is not, you know, in-person education. I mean, we have students these days practically teaching themselves, you know, and, you know, I know they don't, a lot of people don't want to hear that, but that's that's the ugly truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, c- I could see that. I kind of agree with you there on that. Um, so, um, so was there any positives to uh, this year in the, in the online education? Um, yeah, I mean, there were there were some goods. Um, you know, I I love the fact that I don't have to be at the building so much. You know, I I, I enjoyed. Um, having more free time and, and, and being able to, uh, do me more, um, you know, because a lot of times you got to take classes that you don't really want to take. You're just taking it for the credit and, you know, you don't really want it, to, it's not fun to put so much time into something that you, you don't really care about, you know, it's not, it's not always that great. <laughs> so taking it online, that, that was, that was one positive, but, um, other than that, um, I also um, had a few professors who were very kind and very understanding of the situation, and it didn't apply too much pressure with the classes, you know. Um, I appreciate the professors who did that, because at the end of the day, uh, these aren't, yes, we are students, but we are not high school students. We're all, for the most part, adults, and uh I appreciate professors who realize that a lot of us have lives, you know, maybe our car broke down, maybe we got COVID, maybe things in the family, maybe we need to work a full-time job. So, you know, uh, a lot of times, uh, sometimes professors, they don't really think about that and they just splurge you with tons and tons of work. And, you know, maybe if classes were in person and things were like before, it'd be understandable, but this online thing, it, it, it's not that easy. So how was your, how, so let me ask, how, how did you do this year, you know, like as a student, um, how did things go compared to last year and this year? Well, um, I passed again, like I said, but, uh, my GPA has definitely dropped, uh, since everything has been online. I had a 3.85 GPA when I was, um, uh, last year uh, I finished with a 3.85 I was doing very well um, right now my GPA is at a 3.0 3.2 I believe something like that somewhere around there um, but I'm sure it's probably at a 2 now so yeah it, it's definitely um, I don't want to say on, it's all online learning's fault but I will say it wouldn't have been like that if things were in person and I 
I would have wished that maybe like there was more direction like I said in the beginning like more uh, insight from the students perspective of okay um, if we're gonna have them do work through this website let's make it more easy and reasonable to navigate through rather than you know give them a bunch of links and, and, and not direct them on where to go yeah 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 100% I get that now what do you what did you think about uh, the video chats Oh, uh, the video chats were were good. I think um, attendance for video chats should be done. Like, I don't think they should do attendance sheets for video chats. Really? No. Yeah, yeah, not at all. I don't. I don't think there sh should be an attendance sheet for video chats. I think video chats should be optional for students because, again, you never know what's going on uh, with their lives, and and if you're gonna just po post a recording of the video chat then what does it matter if they're there or not? You, you know, a lot of times students in these video chats don't even talk. <laughs> they're, they're very shy and they just hide their faces. So it really doesn't matter if they show up, I, I think. I think you should just leave it, just put it up there, and that's it. And if the student can watch it later, and, and it's up to the student if he watches it or not and, and uses whatever you taught in that video chat to his advantage. Yeah, yeah, I could agree with you on that 100%. Um... I could see uh, students definitely, you know, might get caught up in something and might not be able to make it to a certain video chat or something. And again, this is not physical class. This isn't the same thing. You know, this is a lot different, um, a lot harder to focus, you know, glitches with the videos and stuff. You know, this it, is not the same. So, I mean, I think that's definitely reasonable. Just another question, though, real quick. Are you excited to maybe go back one day to physical classes? Um, yeah, I would definitely prefer that. Um, I'm, I don't know what uh, college I want to go to next after CCRI. I'm, I'm thinking maybe URI, but I would hope that if um, I do go to URI, it, it's physical and not online. Um, you know, online learning, just uh, it's just not the same. It's, 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 I'll, I'll put it like this. I produce and work on music and I took a music course online and I learned more about music by myself and working with you know local producers than I did in that that course and that course costs money <laughs> so in some ways that's kind of a problem and I don't want to blame the professor but I will say you know, if if things were in person, maybe I would have learned a lot more, you know. So, again, I'm giving professors the benefit of the doubt and maybe saying, you know, it's, it's, a, it's because things are online. But now that we've experienced, like, the trial run, I think there's things that can be fixed and and make uh, make the, ne the, ne the next semester a lot better and a lot easier for students to uh, hopefully learn more this time and, um, you know, make it easier them for, to navigate through and, and, and want to continue to attend college. Right, right, right. Completely agree. So one more thing. When do you think we'll return back to regular classes? I would hope next year, but um, I wouldn't be surprised 
if it would be like in two more years. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. All right, everybody. It was good chatting with you, man. Um, thank you for your opinions and stuff. Definitely uh, see what the rest of CCRI thinks. Thank you for the time, everybody. Good night. This has been the Student Project Spotlight on CCRI Radio. Tune in each week for stories and reporting from students in CCRI courses. Learn more about courses in the Communication and Film Media Program at ccri.edu. You're listening to CCRI Radio from the Community College of Rhode Island online at ccri.edu.